One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to this week's episode of Is This Place Haunted? <laughs> nice. I I really don't get the impromptu it what's it called? AMSR. ASMR. ASMR. People just people are just doing it all the time now, I've noticed. I know. Some people do love it. Sorry, I'm Olivia. And I'm Lauren. I like some ASMR. I don't like the food ones. Have you seen those ones where they eat food? I don't get that. I hate listening to people eat food though. Same. Gen- Same. People chewing loudly, but um, I like some cleaning ones. <laughs> yeah. There was one girl, and I wouldn't normally do this, but I happened to be on TikTok one night when I probably should have been sleeping, and there was this girl who was this like, Talking really, really faintly into the mic, and I did watch her probably for a bit too long. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah, did you kind of secretly love it? On that night, I was like, "Oh my god, this girl's put me to sleep!" And I don't know whether I was naturally falling asleep or whether I was actually enticed in by her like voice, oh. but it felt like someone stroking your back. It was weird. Welcome to this is please on ASMR sessions. <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> you have seen that real housewives when they did the smr and it's like the i'm doing smr with my hairbrush oh oh god <laughs> did it work it did a bit um yeah do, have you seen the when they do the beverly hills like the when kim kicks off at the dinner table and it's all S A S M R. it's incredible beast there was something I really wanted to discuss with you actually this week about um Bill House Vibes and I've totally forgotten. Well, guys, I have applied for Traitor Season 3. That's right. Oh wait, what if you get on and you've revealed it? Well, I mean a lot of people are applying. I think I can oh, I suppose so. Do you know I I can say I'm applying? Um yeah, so your bitch might be famous. In the next week, thanks very much. But um, 
I have put on it. It was like, would you rather be a traitor or a faithful? And I was like, traitor. Would you? I was going to ask that. I was like, what would you rather do? What would you rather do? I faithful. I'm terrible. I'm really bad at lying. Like I would be. I'd be like constantly just been like the whole time. I know. I, I know what you mean. But like, just... see if you were forced into it. Like, uh, I'd probably give in after. I, I'm a traitor. I need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> then, but then you'd look at the prize pot and be like yeah if it was yeah I love the traitors it was so good I started season one by the way so I started the first season oh. and I'm like every person is crying like having a full on breakdown why is everyone crying so hard Man. I don't know there, I, I had a few favourites from the first series and one of them was you know the girl that was in EastEnders and she kept guessing the traitors as well she was like convinced she did it was for completely well Maddie for completely wrong reasons. Yeah, so like, I think it's you, love. I think it's you, and they were all just like, "Shut up!" It's <laughs> Wilfred. Right. She's like, "I think it's Wilfred," and I'm like, "It is, but not for the reason you're saying." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, I. I don't know. I don't like her. I really don't like John, the guy from Edinburgh, and he was like so mean to Aaron after he had like a full blown panic attack. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah. What a dick. And then I sent you that article. So I was like, I'm gonna Google and see where he's from. And it was Edinburgh. And it came up that he had attacked a waitress in Leith in a restaurant a couple That's of weeks ago. He attacked her, like just totally unprovoked. You can see it in the video, just punching this waitress. <gasps> uh-huh. I didn't watch the video. Oh my god. So we're fucking doing- hell. Well, I hope you get in too that'd be amazing um but yes thanks guys for tuning in times of bravo i don't know what to do without salt lake in my life and i don't know what to do without the regular traitors in my life well we've got the u.s traitors coming which i was saying so that series is on peacock right i don't like it sorry don't hate me thing is they've got some really good housewives in the new series i know they've got tamra tamra and phaedra and um, I do like Phaedra. I do. So do I. But I like um, I liked Brandy, and I I still can't watch the season one because I'm just so annoyed. I know. I love how Brandy was like, "It's not even me. Goodbye." <laughs> Before that's I, what probably um, I'd be like. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's pissed me off. Um, Carolyn Manzo is stopping Girls Trip Morocco from coming out when you've got Camille and Alex McCord. Why is she stopped her coming out? Because Carolyn Manzo has accused, allegedly, or, well, not allegedly, she has accused Brandy of sexual assault, SA or whatever. Um, and everyone and has said, no, that's not how it went down, or they didn't see it and stuff, oh, so it's alleged. But Carolyn is suing Bravo, not Brandy, because Brandy doesn't have any money, obviously. And she's stopping the series from coming out. And we're like, everyone's like, but Alex was on it. <laughs> For fuck's sake, we want to see Alex. And, and there's you other people to... who witnessed it. Nobody's witnessed it. Oh, nobody's witnessed it. Fuck, that's Camille so came out and said that. Because, like, it's very difficult because, one, believe victims, AAF, but two, like, Brandy could have, like, when she was drunk, have done something really inappropriate. Probably. Do you know? Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility, is it? No. She just has to, like, 
some people are fine with it. Like it was like Kirsten Kristen was saying when she was on <laughs> she was on Legacy Roni Girl Strip. Did you read that? She said Sonia used to ask me for sex like every day. <laughs> oh my she used god. To try and have sex every day. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but it's inappropriate. I suppose it, if it was a guy, everyone yeah, exactly. would be talking different. Exactly. But I mean like, it would be great if they just cut that bit out of the season release the rest. Yeah, edit it out. And if Carolyn doesn't want to be in it, try and find a way of editing her out. I I would love to see that, especially with Camille, because I love Camille. I love Camille Grammer, or whatever new name is, and Alex. Yeah, love them. Um, Just before we get into the topic, where are you at with, like, the Bev Hills crew? Like, what's your thoughts on Anne-Marie? Oh, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. I'm sorry. Me neither. This this series of Beverly Hills, apart from Erica's like fun Erica coming back again, um, I really I don't enjoy watching it. I'm done with Beverly Hills. I'm afraid. Thank Erica's you. the most enlightening. Yeah, and that's like saying I, something. And loads of Bravoaholics are saying that they well we don't think Kyle's coming back for another series. I think this is going to be the last one for Kyle. Really. Which is wild, because she's like the OG. I was going to say, she's but, the yeah. only OG, is she? Yeah. yeah, and apparently her and... What's that girl called? The one that she was having the allegedly... Morgan Wade? With. Morgan Wade. Apparently they've deleted each other entirely off Instagram and oh, stuff. Oh, shit. Like, um, all the pictures. I listened to one of her songs. It's a bop. She's a good singer. Yeah, I think she's quite talented, but could do without the full lesbian stuff. Talented hold the Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go after the season. I thought that Anne-Marie was a really bum casting. I do too. What I do think feel it's on the way her? out. Yeah. I, I think she's incredibly about? annoying, Anne-Marie. She's she's annoying. She's very gaslighty. Like, full right. on, like, like, I didn't say that. And you just said it. Like, literally, uh-huh. we heard you. It was filmed. But, like, what about her using her sort of medical stuff to like come for something as well? Even if like she is probably right there. <laughs> or like you don't need to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like there doesn't need to be a medical explanation for things to have symptoms. Like there's a lot of functional disorders. I find it quite dismissive. And it's basically mm-hmm. saying that like because a lot of people, even people listening, like some stuff like fibromyalgia, functional neuro disorders, they don't necessarily have any tests or medical reasons as such why they happen doesn't make them any Mm -hmm. less real no exactly so I just find it very very dismissive and ghastly and very yeah I didn't love it I feel like as well because you know how how Kyle accused her of having like an eating problem like earlier in the series and then all of a sudden Anne-Marie's coming out with all the stuff like it's it's symptoms of an eating disorder and I'm like and then there was a bit where Kyle went through her fridge last week and I was like what are you suggesting she's got no food because she doesn't eat like also stop speculating like it's none yeah. of your business because also like if you I mean I don't think this is the case for Sutton but like if they checked my fridge and there's nothing in it I'd be like yeah but check the bin for like McDonald's <laughs> I don't you know what I mean like if there's no food in the fridge it doesn't mean I'm not eating bitch it means I've not bought food no. <laughs> <laughs> I know but I'm not loving this series, to be honest with you, at all. They're just not fun. I think that's the problem. They're not fun. They're not genuine friends. No, they're not fun. I, I think Erica is fun. Oh, Erica's fun. I kind of hope that she gets some sort of spin-off series. I know, I do. But, like, I do. Beverly Hills is on the way out, but 
Salt Lake, I mean, even that's on the way out if they got rid of Monica. Like, mm, no Monica, know. no Jen Shah. They've not really got any big names. But they'll need to bring they'll need to bring a new controversial character in next year. I think Monica will get a spin-off of some sort though. Yeah. Or it'll be Monica will come back, but she'll be wearing a moustache <laughs> and a disguise. And I'll like a Monica like... style there now. <laughs> yeah, she'll change her name again. And Babaka Fowler. <laughs> That's me. Um, well, do we have any other things in the news? If well, yes, was in the news. Uh, I would just like to say that I think the way that Nicola Sturgeon, no matter whether you're on the side of the SNP or not, the way she is being treated is a fucking witch hunt. And I would love yep. to see the Tories being held accountable in the same way she is for literally saying he was a clown. Which he is. Which he is a clown. And they're also fucking corrupt down south. It's like, it's what unbelievable. the hell? unbelievable. The way she is treated unbelievable. is unbelievable. It's the fucking right wing media, though. It's, like, it's mad. Literally media in this country is so awful. And I would really implore people listening who are like who are not for independence for whatever reason have, you know, don't necessarily like Nicola Sturgeon's politics. Take that out of the equation and look at the way she's been treated versus the politicians who have literally been criminals. And it's time. Yeah, literally. Please just like critically think and vote tactically. Get the toys. Um. So, yeah, that was my subliminal. <laughs> anyway, no other business from me. Perfect. Well, if you clicked on this week's episode, you'll know it is about glitches in the matrix. Oh my God, researching this hurt my brain. Really? It hurt my brain. Like, not in a way that it's difficult to understand. It's more in the way that I'm like, is this? Is this simulation? Mm-hmm. And do you know when you start to pull up that thread and your brain is just like rotating in your head? <laughs> You're just like, I can't. <laughs> My brain is a kebab on a donor spinner. <laughs> well, sometimes I think that things are really like the way things pan out are really quite, you know, even when stuff happens and you're like, was that planned out? Like, is this a game? You know what I mean? So I'm going to talk about. Um, what what I mean by glitch in the matrix simulated reality. I'm going to go into probable theories that prove it, scientists who believe it, historical kind of underpinnings where they've been spoke about before. And then I've got stories of people who think they've had glitches in their matrix. On Reddit, there is 1.2 million people on the glitch in the matrix one. Oh my God. That is mad. That tells me there's something here. And the more I read mm. into it, I'm like, is paranormal activity parallel timelines? Possibly. And, and and then it just is just brain hurts. The more that I think about it. Have you ever had those thoughts? Mm. And, and people listening, tell me if you've had them, slash I'm aware this could be like a mental illness symptom. Do you ever have those feelings that you're like, am I really here? Yeah. Like, and then you're like, the more I think about it, the more creeped out I get. It's almost like a disassociation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that simulation? Is that you realizing mm-hmm. you're in one? I can't, I can't, I can't think about it too much. It creeps me out. So, will I tell you a little bit about what I mean by glitch in the matrix? Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for you to answer. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was like, I thought you were like, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So, Touching the Matrix is a proposed theory of a simulated reality. So, the simulation hypothesis proposes that what we as humans experience in the world is actually a simulated reality, such as a computer simulation in which human humans themselves are the constructs. So I'm just going like, to take a moment, <laughs> let that seep in your brain. So one of the really outspoken kind of people who believe in this theory strongly is an author and a scientist, and I think he's a physicist, works in computer science. I think he's from Sweden. He's called Nick Bostrom, wrote a book, Are You Living in a Computer Simulation in 2003? And this is his premise. Many works of science fiction, as well as some forecasts by serious technologists and futurologists, predict that enormous amounts of computing power will be available in the future. Let us suppose for a moment that these predictions are correct. One thing that later generations might do with their super powerful computers is run detailed simulations of their forebears or of people like their forebears. So by that, I think that means people who came before them. Because their computers would be so powerful, they could run a great many such simulations. Suppose that these simulated people are conscious, as they would be if the simulations were sufficiently fine-grained, and if a certain quite widely accepted position in the philosophy of mind is correct. Then it could be the case that the vast majority of minds like ours do not belong to an original race, but rather to people simulated by advanced descendants of the original race. Holy shit. Does your brain hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Can you understand why mine's dead? Mm-hmm. So his conclusion, and this is what he said, it is then possible to argue that if this were the case, we would be rational to think that we were among the simulated minds rather than among the original biological ones. Therefore, if we don't think we are currently living in a computer simulation, we are not entitled to believe that we will have descendants who will run such simulations of their forebears. So in his book, he outlines his own kind of perceived probability of this reality that we're in being a simulation. So his argument states that at least one of the following statements is very likely to be true. So the first is human civilization or comparable civilization is unlikely to reach a level of technological maturity capable of producing simulated realities or such simulations are physically impossible to construct. The second is a comparable civilization achieving aforementioned technological status would likely not produce a significant number of simulated realities for any number of reasons. I'm, I'm simplifying this because it's a lot of words. The third is yeah. any entities with our general set of experiences are almost certainly living in a simulation. Four, humans are living in a reality in which post-humans have not developed yet and current humans are actually living in reality. Five, humans have no way of knowing they live in a simulation because they will never reach the technological capacity to realize the marks of a simu- simulated reality. Oh my God brain hurts if we were if we were in a simulation though is, is that what when the hypothesis said as well that well contradicts it because we wouldn't be able to envision that like we wouldn't even be able to comprehend it like because they wouldn't insert it into our minds to consider it 
or that we ourselves wouldn't be able to create the re- simulated realities. So how are we living in one? Ah, uh, right. So we don't have the capabilities of doing it. So uh-huh. how could it possibly happen? But we- if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Might. I mean, suggestions on a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm like oh sorry my chair was squeaky there um yeah that was a lot of words to read and my brain can't quite like comprehend it but maybe that's the point mm-hmm. maybe we can't comprehend it so just as a kind of counter argument scientific academics do reject these theories he's put forward they've dismissed it and said it's merely philosophical it's inherently unscientific and it's not provable. However, there's another theory that's called computationalism, which is a philosophy of mind theory stating that cognition itself is a form of computation. So it's relevant to the simulation hypothesis because it basically does illustrate how simulations could contain conscious subjects. We are aware of what's going on and some of us would be aware we're in a simulation. And an example of this is that well-known kind of physical symptoms can be simulated to some degree of accuracy. So if if computationalism is a theory that would work and is correct, and there's no problem in generating artificial cognition or artificial consciousness, then it would establish the theoretical possibility of a simulated reality. <laughs> oh my God. My brain hurts. But... Basically, long story short, like, is AI technically a form of, like, simulated reality? I suppose. You could argue, because it's our minds that we put into it, and now they're making, like, AI people. hmm I don't know, guys. Keep, stay with me, y'all. We're nearly at the fun stories. But um, there's been historical documentations that reality is an illusion, 
And it goes back to ancient Greek philosophy and they likened existing things to scene paintings. And the arguments of this, the philosophical arguments of this are also brought up in one of the earliest Western philosophers um, in previous meditations in philosophy. Oh my God, it's a lot of words. I'm so sorry. In previous meditations on first philosophy, uh, Descartes, who was one of the earliest Western philosophers, said, there's no certain indications by which we may clearly distinguish wakefulness from sleep. It is possible that I am dreaming right now and that all of my perceptions are false. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Yep. And somebody else called Chalmers, who's not so not so ancient, it was 2003, discussed the dream hypothesis and he said that there's two distinct forms of this so the first would be that a person is currently dreaming and in this case many of this person's beliefs about the world would be incorrect or the second one is that a person has always been dreaming and in this case the objects that they would perceive as as existing are in his imagination Oh my god. Well, if this is a dream, why am I on a big pile of money surrounded by very beautiful women? <laughs> like, like why am I not in very suppressed? <laughs> ever since the first man, the philosopher that I told you guys about that had like all the crazy theories that hurt our brains, Bostrom proposed in his book that everything might be a simulation. There's been a lot of public speculation and debate about it. And a lot of people are for that. And one of the the spokespersons who agree with this theory is none other than Elon Musk. Yeah, I've heard him talk about it. So he does believe that there is a likelihood that we are living in a simulation. Recent papers have been built to kind of study this original hypothesis that we are living in a simulation. And a lot of people have argued that there's a 50-50 chance we are. A group of researchers at the University of Washington in 2017 proved that they could embed computer coding into physical strands of human DNA. Wow. Brain hurts. Like, this, it's wild. And, like, a lot of people have proposed that recent things that are unlikely would happen, that, that they've happened, might mean we're in a malfunctioning simulation. And I'm just going to give you examples. <laughs> so, I don't know, Trump's election. Mm-hmm. Brexit. The 25-point Super Bowl comeback, the 2017 Oscars envelope mix-up. Is there somebody pushing the buttons, screwing with us and being like, Brexit? It definitely feels like that. Donald Trump like, why do bad? Yeah, like why do bad people win stuff? Yeah, like is it a simulation? Are, are the Tories so rich that they're building our simulation to vote? I can't. <laughs> brain can go in this cycle but a really interesting part of this and this is something that i hadn't heard much about until recently maybe you have lauren is where people swear that they saw nelson mandela's death being reported in the 1980s oh the mandela effect yes the mandela effect so many people are like i remember exactly where i was i was sitting watching the telly apparently it's like millions of people he died in 2013 yeah, I I I knew he was alive. I just remember that bop of a song. Free Nelson Mandela. Um, 
our album will be out in a few weeks oh Uh, that's right (laughs) but the mandela effect is supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing our past or is this evidence of parallel universes in which some some people who are in one universe have accidentally crossed into another universe so he died in the 80s but in our universe he lived till 95 so y'all might be thinking bitch this is a paranormal podcast so why are you talking about simulations well (laughs) there's a common belief that paranormal events are actually not hauntings not alien encounters but glitches in our simulation and i actually typed the words this is hurting my brain so another quote and i do believe this might be elon musk but don't don't uh, quote me on that about um simulated reality is the only explanation for life the universe and everything that makes sense in light of quantum mechanics in light of observation in light of light and something faster than light is that we're living inside a supercomputer is that we're living all of us and always in a simulation so what do you guys think get in touch have you had glitches in the matrix do you believe it's just a bit of bullshit are we all mentally unwell it could be one or the other Mm -hmm. i'm going to read some really interesting cases of people who have believed they've experienced glitches in their simulated reality were you going to say something lauren um no i was going to say there's like there's hype on tiktok at the moment about fruit of the loom have you seen that stuff but yeah i saw that coming up and stuff and i was like i don't think i i've gone through the list of them and i think I have had a few like I've been like oh I'm sure that was a thing but then someone on TikTok has said that their dad for some bizarre reason had vintage shirts and they and of course Fruit of the Loom are like no it's never had a colocomb or whatever it's called but they found an old shirt of his and it was on there. So wait what's the theory about Fruit of the Loom? So there's a thing that's like a I don't know what they call it it's like a colour comb or something I, I don't know it's it's like a horned thing that's on the the logo and for years and years and years people have been like yeah it used to be on the logo now Fruit of the Loom have come out and said no we've never had it on the logo ever in the history of the company we don't know what you're talking about but everyone's like I saw it I had t-shirts but I had you know th- anyway there's somebody on TikTok this guy this older man who over the years for some bizarre reason kept all of his swears and they've found a version of the sweater that had the the weird cone thing. But for the loom, like, that's never been on the logo. I can see it now. Is it the cornucopia? Cornucopia, that's it. It's like making up stuff. So basically, just to explain this to you guys listening, there's the Fruit of the Loom logo, and one of them just has fruits, and one of them has the weird, a weird kind of pink cone looking thing in the background. Do you know what? Googling this, there's a shop with that logo. Why are they lying to us? I know. It's a weird thing to lie about, eh? Gaslighting. Unless, unless it's a publicity thing to try and get it trended or something, which is super cool if it is. Like, what a clever idea. It is, but, but that's Well, are you guys ready to hear a few wee stories from Reddit about weird glitches in the Matrix? There is literally millions. Yes. I'm going to post, obviously, in the show notes the links. The Reddit page, like I said, I think it's got 1.2 million people in it. Like, it's mad. So, yeah. There, but I, I, there was a few stories that really freaked me out and were really creepy, so I'm just going to read them. 
So the first one is called I Died Last Night, But I'm Still Here. So I got a phone call from my next door neighbor late in the evening asking if I can help him move a mattress into his upstairs. His mum is ill and has a big, heavy sleep number bed. I ran over to help because they're great neighbours. I get over there and his friend, who's also a priest, was there to help. I helped them figure out how to separate the mattress from the bed so we could fit it up the stairs. We get it all moved up and back in place when my neighbour asks if I could help them move an armoire upstairs too. I think nothing of it and we pull it out of his travel trailer and start bringing it up the front stairs of his house. This is where I died. The front stairs are 11 steps. I was on the lower end of the armoire about six steps up when my neighbour and his friend lost control of a handle and it comes crashing down on me. I fall backwards towards the pavement. I then wake up in my dining room to my phone ringing and my wife asking me if I'm going to answer the phone. It's my neighbour asking me if I can help him move the bed upstairs for his mum. I go over there and I meet his priest friend again as if it's the first time I've met him. I say I can help with the bed, but I can't help with the armoire. My neighbour said, how do you know about the armoire? And then I proceeded to tell him, I'm pretty sure I just died. I spent the next hour talking with the priest and he had so many questions. My neighbour didn't believe it until I described the upstairs bedroom in perfect detail down to the metal mattress frame on the floor and intricate headboard leaning against the wall. I had never been upstairs in their house before. The priest asked me what I saw after I died. I told him I never actually died. Before it happened, I woke up at my dining room table. That's wild. Chills. Isn't that mad? That's crazy. I know. It's actually mad. The next one I'm going to read. There's a, f- there's a few that are longer than others, but I've, I like this one, so I'm going to keep it in. It's a wee short one. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously somebody who works with trees. I was grinding stumps today at work. In the middle of a 60-year-old tree stump was a vanilla Coke can from 2020. In the middle of the tree stump. I'm not sure how it got there. Oh, right. Like, in the middle of it, like, when they're... That is weird. Mad. Absolutely mad. Like, this, this... My brain is like... Okay, this next one is called This Made My Spine Shiver. Okay, so to put into perspective, my girlfriend of two years lost her mum unexpectedly six months before she and I met. She and her mother were very close. They were practically best friends. (laughs) Now, it's New Year's Eve and we're headed to her best friend's house for a party. My girlfriend decides to wear one of the last things her mother gave to her before she passed away, a pair of gold earrings. At some point during the night, she loses an earring. She was devastated and we try to retrace our step, every step, and we do manage to find the backing to it, but not the earring. 24 hours later, I'm lying in bed by myself with no clothes on while she's in the shower. Hey. I'm reading a book when all of a sudden, the fucking earring drops onto my bare chest out of nowhere. I look around. There's no one else in the room. There's nobody else in the house. Just my girlfriend in the shower in the room next to me. I don't have long hair. I wasn't wearing a hat. And there's absolutely zero chance that was stuck to me. 
sorry, I have this vision of him just wearing a ginormous hat in bed, <laughs> like huge hat. <laughs> I was only wearing this ginormous hat that had lots of little pockets. I may be wearing a top hat, but I've not got hearing. <laughs> like Abraham Lincoln oh from the head up. <laughs> or like those court cats. <laughs> For so some funny. reason. I'll read another one. So this one's called... Maybe. Let- oh, sorry. Sorry, not to belittle that, but that was weird. Like, yeah, no, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln aside, aside, that was weird. <laughs> this one's called Glitch or Did I Die in the Previous Universe? Hmm. It's been about a week and I am still trying to wrap my head around the fact that I might have died in another timeline and just jumped to this one. For a background, I was driving down Pacific Coast Highway, a very long highway up the coast of California, at 8.15pm exactly and i know this because i called my mum to let her know i was stopping to watch the sun as it was setting and it was breathtaking as i'm watching the sunset i hear a car's horn blaring and i mean it was loud and it was coming straight at me i turn around and i see a car coming straight towards my car and me and suddenly i'm sitting on the ground i'm very confused a headache is starting to come on but i wasn't hit my car wasn't hit and i'm still breathing Obviously freaked out, I get back up and check my phone to call my mum because this is just crazy. And then I noticed it's 8.13pm. I checked my phone to see if I actually did call her, but there's no history of it. I shake the nerves off and decide to just get home quickly thinking maybe that was foreshadowing an event that I didn't want to relive. Once I'm home, my mum asks me why I called her and hung up. I asked her what time I'd called on her phone and she said 8.15pm. There's still no history of me calling her on my phone. Am I crazy or have I just jumped timelines? God. That's, That's so freaky. This is it's wild. Um, this next one's called I Have Discovered an Actual NPC. Now, I didn't know what that is. Do you know what that is? No. Me neither. It's a non-player character, like a play a character in the background of a game. Oh, like do you know the people you'd run over on like like what's it Crash Bandicoot? Oh yeah. So, I'm quite a skeptical person, but this always has me at a loss. My girlfriend's family live a little way away, so often I'll drive us over to visit with them without fail, and I mean every time when we drive back home, and for some reason only when we leave the town to head back home, this man is out walking his dog in the same exact position. Of course, it could just be routine and I'm having a timing coincidence, right? We're talking it could be 3pm or 11pm and he's always in the exact same corner. Exactly. And we pass as if he's walking in. It's so odd and it's almost as if I'm seeing it replayed over and over and it's always so consistent. We always mention it on the way back and check and without fail he's there in the same position. I play a lot of games and I swear to you, if this was happening in a game... I'd be complaining about the lack of NPC variety. You know, that kind of happened to me. Stop. Weirdly. Really? So, yeah. So, 
I don't get the significance of this, but it's actually really similar to that story. So when I used to live over my old house, I'd come over to mum's. Now, I I would come over at all different times of day. Like if I was working from remote, which I used to do all the time, like I would come over at lunchtime or I would come over in the evening or whatever. No matter how many times I would drive by my grandparents' old house, which is on the way to where my mum lives, their friend would be sitting with his dog weirdly at the same position and I mean any time of day and I'd be like and I kept mentioning it to, to my granny I was like I keep seeing Michael like and she was like oh all right does he sit at the end and stuff and it's and it was weird and the thing is he used to so he used to look directly at my car like he used to look at me driving by like right in the car as if he would like but he wouldn't recognize me he's not seen me since I was a child and it's like that's really weird, weird. And maybe it's just coincidence, but I used to think how strange every time I go by, he's there. This is brain hearty. This is brain hearty. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that weird thing happens, but it got me thinking as well. You know, when you meet people in life and this happens. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Like quite frequently to me and I'm sure it happens to you as well I don't know whether it's because we're empathic or what but like you know when you meet people and you definitely definitely knew them before or you feel you've met them or you recognize their face that happens to me loads mm-hmm. like I meet people and I'm like I've definitely met you before I get I mean, that a lot in places as well yeah I get it more in places than people um I I get it like I'll be and I'll be I'll go somewhere and I'm like I've been here before mm-hmm. even if I've not I get it the other way around I have a lot of people coming up to me being like I know you oh really a lot of people come up to me like I know you from somewhere I know you from somewhere and I'm like it's Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> honestly I'm like you saw my Sasha Fierce world too <laughs> but, <laughs> but no but seriously like people will come up to me and I'm like I've never met you before but maybe there's a me in another timeline I'll tell you what I get a lot. I get people talking to me randomly a lot in public. And I know sometimes that's because maybe you've got a kind face and people think that you're not like, non, you've not got a knife on you or whatever. But that happens a lot mm-hmm. to me. Not necessarily they know me, but they feel like they can speak to me. And I'm like, I wonder if that's the feeling they have, you know? Uh-huh. But definitely I have a lot of people, like I've had people message me, like you've got a doppelganger in Aberdeen when I was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it's you in another timeline. I know. Oh, I Weird. can't. My brain is like, I can't. 
Um, so I'll just read a few more stories. Like I said, guys, there's loads. So if you want to go and read more, I'll pop the link in. But I'll read a few more. So this one is called, I think I stepped into a parallel universe for a moment. So this happened when I was still living at home with my parents and we lived in my childhood home. This home was pretty much all I ever knew. As we moved there when I was three years old, I had a habit of going on daily walks in the nearby park, something I did nearly every single day since I was 14 up until the age I moved out. It was summer and I went to leave the house for one of my walks. I slipped my shoes on. I went to open the door as usual. But when I stepped out of the house and looked up, my neighbourhood felt completely wrong. It didn't look different. Everything looked exactly the same as it usually did. The small ravine next to our house, the tree in the front yard, the steep driveway, our neighbours' houses. All of it looked completely normal, but I couldn't shake the feeling that there was something really wrong and different. It felt almost as if reality was warped. I stood on the front porch for a minute or so, trying to figure out what felt so incredibly wrong with my neighbourhood. After a while, though, I figured I was just being silly and I made my way down the driveway. When I was about halfway down, my neighbour, who was tending to his garden across the street, looked up towards me, stared at me as if he saw a ghost, and his face went completely pale and opened his mouth to speak. But before I could even stare at him in confusion, before he had gotten a single word out, I was back inside my house at the front door, ready to leave. I was completely shaken and I had no idea how I ended up back at my front door. I had no idea what I just experienced and when I opened the door again, it was completely normal. Nothing felt wrong or out of place anymore. The only difference was when I opened my door again, my neighbour was not out front gardening. I decided not to go for a walk that day. Years later, I have no idea what I experienced and as weird as it sounds, the part that freaks me out the most is how wrong my neighbourhood felt despite the fact it looked exactly the same. So between the weird teleportation back indoors and my neighbour acting as if he was staring at a ghost, the feeling of wrongness is the thing that bothers me the most. I don't know how to explain it. I didn't feel unsafe. I didn't feel any dread. It just felt like a completely different version of my neighbourhood at that moment. And I don't think I'll ever forget that. It's weird. Um, The next one I'm going to read is called Mum Got a Call from Her Boyfriend Sitting Beside Her. A couple of years ago, my mother and her boyfriend were sitting at the table talking over coffee and cigarettes, just like any other day. Her phone rings and she's shocked to see it displaying her boyfriend's face. We look at each other with a bewildered expression and then she answers it. I'm going to, I'll do some wee role play. Ready? Hello? Hi. Who is this? It's me, Joe. How can that be? I'm looking at you right beside me. The phone call ended, the caller hung up, and there was an uncomfortable pause. By the way, BAFTA in the post, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, Olivia Coleman or whatever. <laughs> Olivia Giselle Knowles. <laughs> we were shocked, and she swears up and down that it was his distinct voice. We checked the call history and sure enough, his number called her. Creepy doesn't cut it. Joe's phone was sitting on the table in front of him. That had no record of him making that call and he hadn't used it at all that day. You can pick his voice out of a crowd and it's unmistakable. We called the, the number that phoned her back and Joe's phone rang on the table. 
That's so weird. I know. Do we want any more? Yeah, one more or two more. Two more. Okay, guys, two more. Okay. Now, one of the ones I read was like, one of the first ones I'm going to read was like, I ordered chicken chow mein and I got prawn chow mein. And I'm like, that sounds like a mistake. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a glitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this one is called Her Cell Phone Teleported from One Place to Another. My friend and I were talking to her roommate and her girlfriend one night. My roommate had just received her new phone and was sitting in bed using it whilst the four of us all chatted. So the roommate had sat her phone down while we were all chatting. She just goes to pick it back up and it's gone. Like she had just popped it down a couple of minutes ago and the whole thing had gone. So we're all confused. I call it for her. Can't hear it anywhere. We take the comforter off the bed. We take the sheets off the bed, shake them all out. We look under the bed, behind it, everywhere we can. The phone is gone. Even though we hadn't left the room during our conversation, we tore apart apart the whole apartment trying to find it. Finally, we looked in her car. It was in the locked trunk. We lived on the third floor and we're all in the same room watching her use it before it basically teleported. That's weird. (gasps) Oh, it's mad. Um, The next stuff, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but this stuff genuinely freaks me out more than anything else we do, by the way. Same, because ghosts are nothing compared to this, guys. This one's called, I saw and heard a disembodied hand smacking my nightstand. Now change that last word, you'd be like, "Mm, tell me more, darling. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's what we were going to say. Smack my ass. I'm saying that, no, can you you imagine a disembodied hand smacking your bum? I'd run. (laughs) I would run awful um so i was putting makeup on and from the corner of my eye i saw what looked like the shadow of a hand slap down onto my nightstand i would have dismissed it as my brain playing tricks on me but i heard it too and it sounded like a really loud bang it was weird but i've experienced so many small unusual incidents like this so i guess i became apathetic to it but that was the first thing i've ever actually heard something too That's I'll, weird. Read, I'll read a couple more because they're quite short and I've got something else I remembered which is weird as well but carry on fabulous um, so I spilled chocolate ice cream on my leg I wiped it off but there was still a pale brown stain in the shape of the splotch on my leg so I went and told my mum and she said it's a birthmark I've always had I will swear under oath Never before that moment did I ever have a birthmark on my leg. That's so weird. Oh, it's so creepy, isn't it? Um, my this one's the last one I'll read. There's so many that I could just keep going. Um, this one's called My Sister Swore She Had a Conversation with Me That Never Actually Occurred. Oh. Every once in a while I have dreams about places or people. I've never seen them and then about six to seven months later I'm in the place with the people and have deja vu so what we were just talking about Lauren Mm -hmm. I also sing random songs even when something else is playing on the radio and then the next song that plays is what I was singing by the way that happens to me Mm -hmm. does that happen to you sometimes yeah I've done this on mine my best friend's and my girlfriend's iPods on shuffle iPods (laughs) throwback 
on shuffle many, many times and it freaks them the fuck out every time. One super thing happened though was in 2012. I was about 19 and living at home with my parents and younger sister. I came home from work at my job at a barbecue place and my sister says to me, oh, I thought you said you were off today. I'm confused because I left at 5am before anyone was awake. So I asked her, when did I say that? And she said, like two hours ago in your room. She thinks I'm screwing with her. So I tell her, smell me. You can smell the barbecue sauce and smoke off me. She gets really creeped out. And she tells me that she went into my room earlier, a couple of hours ago, saw me in bed with covers up to my neck and had a 15 minute conversation with me. That shit really creeped me out and I never felt comfortable in my room again. That's so weird. Oh, there's another, there's another one, but you, you, you do. Right. This is quite, this is quite sad, but it's really, it is really strange. And I remember at the time feeling like it was an outer body experience for all of us. Right. So a few years ago when I was still with my ex-partner and we were living where we used to live, our beloved cat was killed on the road not long after we moved there. And honestly, to this day, I still feel terribly guilty about it. I remembered something when you were speaking there. So the night before it happened, and by the way, the next day when he was killed on the road, there was like like a horrendous rainstorm. Like, you know, one of those flash flood storms that we had a few years ago? It was that day where there was that uncontrollable, it was like something out of the apocalypse, basically. So I was at work the next day when he, when he was out and stuff. Anyway, at the time, the night before, we never used to let, Oreo stay out all night like we'd go and get him we'd let him out for a bit and then we'd go get him in we were were all around the house looking for him couldn't find him anywhere we looked under all the beds we looked in all the cupboards looked inside like things looked in Leah's room absolutely nothing couldn't find him so me and my ex thought oh he must be outside so me and my ex were outside and we were like shouting for him and looking around and stuff like that and then um my ex said, oh, there he is. And we both saw him. Now, bear in mind, our front door was locked um, for some reason. Um, he, We saw him jump up from a bush and then up as if he was going towards the house. And then we went up, up, up towards the house thinking, oh, he must be there. No cat was seen. So we went back inside and we were starting to get a bit freaked out because he wouldn't never not come in like he was a good cat for coming in. And we went up to bed thinking, oh, you know, at the door, we'll hear him in a bit and stuff. And my ex went back into the room and she looked under the bed and there was Oreo just sitting like this. Like he was like, you know, when the cats just sit like they're waiting for a predator and he was literally just hunched up and he was not there before. And he wasn't acting like himself. We thought he was really out of character because he was a really affectionate cat and he just wouldn't come out from under the bed. And then, and we just, and we were convinced we saw him outside, but here he was inside and there was no way he could have got in without us. So we thought, well, maybe he was hiding somewhere or whatever, but he was just acting so strange. And then it was the next day that he was killed. And then after he was killed, my stepdaughter came up to me and said, but I don't understand how he can be dead. And I said, why? What do you mean? She said, I saw him. He jumped through the window after the woman came to the door to say he'd been hit. So there was like two really weird things happened around Oreo's like death once the night before, which was really strange. And then the next day that 
And I have to say, my ex-partner, I don't think she's more cynical about stuff like that than I would be. Like she wouldn't assume it was something weird. But I remember even her saying that that was really strange that he just came. Do you know what I mean? Because we chased everywhere for him and he was nowhere and then he suddenly just appeared and then that happened. Weird. That is that's a mad timeline simulation. That still Yeah, that still freaks me out thinking about it, by the way, because I remember we both felt at that night, we both actually felt really like sad as well. We felt really uncomfortable and sad when we found him. It was almost like a what's the word, premonition, do you think? Yeah. It felt a bit like that because it was off that night. And then when Leah said about him the next day, we were I was like that because I was convinced that he was fine. Because you sort of think, oh no, we thought we'd be fine and we'll be fine. Because we were so like we loved him so much. Honestly, it was such a weird, yeah, strange. And that was a timeline thing or a, or a premonition or something. So you know what else is weird? And then this is going to open the time travel you know argument and stuff um i'll post these when the episode comes out but it's the the glitches in timelines or the proof of glitches in timelines where like there's photos of people in the 30s and 40s with an iphone yeah i've seen those all those ones it just it absolutely blows my mind it's wild mm. and i know that they could be doctored and blah blah, blah but like there is some ones that are so weird um mm. I'm trying to think if I have any personal glitchy kind of stories. Um, I definitely have the the like feeling off when I'm a place I've been there. Do you know those weird visceral things where you're like, why am I having such a, a visceral reaction to this if I've never experienced this or been here? Yeah, yeah. I know what and you mean. Pa- our past lives just alternate timelines now as well. I can't. Brain hurts. We'll need to get like some serious Bravo one after this or something yeah, fun like Wife Swap. Do you know what I'm really what I'm into Impractical Jokers. I'm rewatching that because it always made me lol. <laughs> Love. Do you like it? I don't know. I've not seen it, but it was, <gasps> is it worth watching? Oh my god, I'm gonna send you my fave scene from it. You would like it. I probably yeah. would actually. Okay, I'm gonna finish off with one more. Okay. It's less it's less creepy. So this one's called I Watched a Man Teleport in Broad's Daylight. So I have to preface this with some backstory about a man named Zeus. Zeus has a reputation around Knoxville, Tennessee as a bit of an eccentric character. My brother has told me stories about him making people pass out just by whispering in their ear, giving people glass pendants and saying, this is the colour of your soul. Just generally unusual stuff. He's kind of a magic man of sorts. Well, long story short, my brother and I were walking through the West Town Mall when we saw him. Now, let me tell you, this dude is incredibly recognisable. I'm talking six foot five, African-American dude, a grey goatee, nose piercings, and at least four rings on each finger. He always carried a staff and wore a floor-length black duster jacket with huge ass buckles on the front. This was Zeus. We saw him walking just a bit ahead of us and then turned towards an exit. Naturally, we lost sight of him for probably 60 seconds after he turned the corner and left the mall. The weird thing, though, was after my brother and I passed that same exit, not more than 30 seconds later, we were coming across another exit on the other side of the mall. When all of a sudden, pops out 
good old Zeus, the magic man. Now, this is a big place. It takes five minutes to walk the length of it. There's absolutely no way he could have made it to the opposite side of this place in the time that he did. Even if he was sprinting or somehow was able to go up and over the building, 60 seconds is just not enough time. This man teleported and there's no other way to slice it. It's weird. But is our, is our brain hurt enough now? <laughs> I think so. I'm like, like, I honestly genuinely find this sort of thing more freaky than anything else. It really just bothers me. I know, it's like an itch in your brain that can't be scratched, isn't it, almost? I think it's the pending, I think it's the uncertainty of it that makes me uneasy, you know? And I think a lot of people would dismiss it as being like, oh, you're being crazy, but this many people, I was going to say this many people can't be crazy, that's not true. But this many people have an experiences. I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm. I, I think there could be like, oh, I should bang my knee. I think there could be, <laughs> I think there could be something in it. Like AI is terrifying. And if people yeah. were able to perfect it so much, are we now like backdated experiments of AI? Potentially. There's so many things that could be explained through this theory as well, like paranormal things, like like you're saying, past life regression or deja vu or... And loads like... of people think aliens aren't necessarily aliens from other planets. A lot of people think that they're us from the future who are yeah. making our simulation. Yeah, I could believe that. Or like, um, you know when you see like when people visit the Gettysburg like mm-hmm. place... They're just seeing another timeline play out in a f- in in a f- in like faintness or whatever. So many people have that as well in Gettysburg, particularly. Yep. And do I you see- think Glencoe? Yeah. Hearing the noises. Like that night as well. Remember when in the episode that I did about Falkland Palace or whatever experience I had sorry, there, that's and the I, one I was in that, that one, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And I heard that battle. That was that was bizarre. Like I literally heard people shouting at whatever time in the morning. Weird, like and clashing of swords and stuff. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, did you think I'm there was like a show or something going on? It was like three o'clock in the morning, babes. I got so freaked out, and I nearly woke up. You know, and I was like proper like, and then I told her in the morning about it. She was like, shut up. <laughs> That was weird as fuck. Oh, I just don't like it. Oh, it's giving me the heebies. Give me the heebie jeebs. So as much as I was like, yes, it won't be scary this week, it's been scary in a different way. Yeah, really. And also, do you know like some episodes, like it seems like there's a weird glitch in the middle of them. It's weird. Like there's been a few weird voices we've heard. Uh huh. Episodes. Strange shit, honey. Good episode. Oh, really put the willies right up my bum. <laughs> First time and the last time. <laughs> no more. No more. Thank you. Um, um well, I'm glad I hope I've, I've suitably freaked everyone out. I think you definitely have. Myself included. Um, I hope everyone made it past the the theories at the Starks. My lord. Reading them out, I was like, oh my God. So much. So much. But I hope that was a good episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. 
and um yeah let us know if you've had any glitches in the matrix we'd love to hear from you message us on instagram at is this place haunted podcast in this timeline and our email is the same at gmail.com voice note us you don't mind i would see the type into mind. we love it um yeah and we will see you in a couple of weeks do you know what your topic is or is it going to be a surprise sorry it's 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 going to need to be a surprise this time because I've got a couple of ideas and I want to have a ruminate on them. So get used to the surprise that's coming, Hans. Surprise, shouty. Surprise. Perfect. Well, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Until then, be mindful of the simulation you're living in, guys. <laughs> be mindful. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.